This episode of Juggalo Judgment contains discussions of war and its various consequences. Life, uh, uh, listener discretion is advised. Juggalettes and those who don't identify as such, this is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You are joined by your hosts, Mike and Shmeev. <sighs> I feel like we just did this. We did, like two hours ago. Yeah. But two weeks ago, because... That's how we're releasing these episodes. Yeah. Like we would. We just wanted to do two in one. We are... They're short episodes. Short albums, rather. We are hot off the heels of Mirror Mirror. Yes. You might also be hot off the heels, (laughs) but in release time, those heels have had two weeks to cool. Right, right, right. Uh, If you're a new listener, uh, thank you for joining us. How you doing? Great. Cool. Moving on. Hope you hope you got some cool stuff for 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 that's for, right for Christmas. Christmas was a week and a half ago. Uh, and if you're a returning listener, I got a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hoping on a Christmas miracle, so maybe next year. Uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you again for for joining us. Welcome uh, back on, on this journey. Um. Good to see you again. I can't see anybody. Have a seat. I can't see them. They're constantly doing the wave motion sign that oh, John geez, Cena John would do. John Cena, I can't believe them. God damn it. Why the? Why you gotta be like that? Why would you lie You me? always do this. Bitches. Take several seats at this point. Whoa. Just like lay on chairs. Yeah. Strewn about. Actually, uh, when we're recording this, uh, the TLC pay-per-view is tonight. Oh, <laughs> and I have a feeling that there will be... Chairs laying in a row, and someone will be slammed through them. Huh. Um, not much to talk about beforehand, but we are going to reiterate what we said last episode. You know, um, it. please send us uh, questions, your cues for which you would like A's from us, and uh, and any stories that you got, uh, your juggalo from, stories from from before the wraith. Um, yeah. Again, we're going to do an episode, it won't be the next episode, it'll be the one after that, where we will um, be going over ICP and Psychopathic's history um, from the beginning to right up until the Wraith dropped. Yes. Um, Assuming that we keep up our, our recording schedule from today, uh, by the time you're listening to this, you should still have, I believe, a week. Something like that. To, to get those in. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Please, uh, please send us that to, um, to our email. Um, you can hit that at juggalojudgment at gmail.com. Um, so please send them there. It's a lot easier for us to sort that out in there than having us, you know, just sending us random, uh, tweets or whatever. Word. Um, so that just makes it a little bit easier on us. Um, again, we'd like questions about, like, how we feel about the stuff or whatever. I like If you want to know, like, what kind of a... Where we're coming from on some of this? Yeah, I mean, I know that we've discussed. We, we talk about like generally what we're into. But I mean, if, you, if there's some other stuff, if something's popped out to you and you're like, "What's this all about?" Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Have Have they changed their stance on dead body man? 
after all this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and if you were down like during the nineties or whatever, like please tell us, uh, you know, what got you into that? Yeah. Um, I was you know, single digits through that time. Ta- yeah. Tell us uh, about like what uh, what the, what the what the juggalo climate was. Yeah. And how it was shifting and all that goodness. I really want to know that because I don't know many old schoolers and I really like something now. Back whenever you would have had to actually add the area code in yourself to to call across state lines to like yeah. actually call into the juggalo hotline if you were out of state. Yeah. And anybody who only had to dial seven digits to get the juggalo hotline, I, I want to hear. Like, yeah. once, you know, you were in there. We need we need this for our own lexicon, our our history. Yeah, I want to know, but <sighs> that's what this is about right now. No, right now, what are we about? We are about the debut, the debut EP mm-hmm. of one Jumpsteady. Who's that? Jumpsteady for the uninformed, is the older brother of Violent J. An even more violent J. That is actually not true. No, he's... He's, he's not even a J. No. He is an R. <laughs> <laughs> Less violent R. <laughs> but, like, if he has a different last name, then how is he his brother? It's the last name. J. No. Violent is his first name. <laughs> his name is Jumpsteady J. <laughs> That's not true. Um, so, fun fact about this album is it was originally um, advertised to come out in 1997. That's what I heard, yeah. Yes, it was it in was the liner notes of Tunnel of Love and was meant to come out... Uh, in in 1997, delays. Happened. Which also, I believe it was also that uh, that album that um, the booklet also said that Legs Diamonds album was going to come out. Oh dear, uh, that did not happen. Whatever happened to that guy, Legs Diamond? I haven't heard from him in a while. I feel like we'll hear from him. Okay, yeah, I feel like he's been missing. We might hear him today. Oh, I don't really? know. Hey, imagine that. Um, so. Yeah, this album just kind of happened, I think. <laughs> um, it, it, it can't be ignored that Jump City is a very prominent member behind the scenes of Psychopathic. Sure, sure. We mentioned on our uh, Big Money Hustlers uh, commentary... Every that, like, background character. So many of the background characters. If there was just one person or whatever, just showing the background, probably Jump Steady. The gorilla. Um, that was not him. Uh, the chief. That was also not him. The the donut guy. You are just throwing falsities. The misfits. All four of them in the same Every, scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was a. It, it was it was an Eddie Murphy thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. couldn't remember the name of the movie, they, so I just. <laughs> uh, Nighty Professor. There we go. <laughs> they uh yeah because they clearly have the money for that. With your, did you see that? Did you just take three? <laughs> the three hundred dollar uh, uh, fortune fun. cookie. It's fun. Yeah, it killed ninjas. Two of them. So. <laughs> they got McFoley. So, <laughs> anyways, you know how much it costs to get him to show up and die on camera? At least ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> I love you, Mick Foley. He was, he was a very nice gentleman when we met him. He's a sweet guy, yeah. yes. Um, I feel like he's too sweet for the business that he was in. No. I'm going to argue that he may have uh, let himself be taken advantage of by certain people in that business. That is... He could have ended up significantly less dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's alive, but the dude's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's hurt. But uh, that's not what we're about. No, with Jump City again, he's he's been somebody who does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. He's actually one of the reasons why uh, Juggalos have the gathering. Oh, he was one of the main people to help organize that shit. Um, he uh, he he did that. He helped set up. Uh, JCW. He was actually the first JCW world champion. Really? As Evil Dead. Oh, shit. Um, but um, the thing with Jump City is he, for, from what I gather, was not really one for the, the violent thuggery uh, as his uh, younger brother was prior to being seem Violent like J. Um... He uh he seemed to have chosen a different path. Indeed. Now we heard Jump Steady way, way, way back on I think it was Taste. It was Taste. Uh from Carnival of Carnage. And Jump Steady's not a rapper. We know this, like back then. But he actually did a very good verse on there. I mean he has ability. Yes. <laughs> that he talked about his time in Desert Storm. Yes. Uh, so yes, the Gulf War. He he joined the military. Uh, I think what probably as early as he could. It seems like. Yeah. Um. So I think, he, I, th- I think I saw something like he was in his teens or something. Yeah, it, it seems like something along those lines. Um. So you know, came back and then helped out with psychopathic. That would have been in like ninety something. Like uh-huh. early, like the first couple of numbers in the nineties. Yeah, so that makes sense. Very well, that makes total sense then. Um, but he helped work with Psychopathic uh, at one point. I don't know. It was probably before this album came out. He lived in uh, Europe for a time to help try and establish Psychopathic Europe, which that's dedication. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Psychopathic Europe did fall. Um, I don't know how long it took. Um, I haven't read uh, read the good book of Violent J in a while, um, but he was there for, for a significant amount of time and, and doing what he could to help uh, promote the brand over uh, across the pond, and it just did not pan out that well. Um, but Jump Steady has pretty much always been linked with Psychopathic ever since coming back from, uh, from Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just goes to show that him and Violent J have such a very close relationship. They It was basically, like, those two growing up, obviously. I'm just going to drop a, uh, a quick note for you here that I just read off of Wikipedia. Go ahead. <laughs> to, to demonstrate uh, how Am I wrong with everything I said? No. Oh, okay. At some point, uh, Jump Steady mm-hmm. literally just sent U.S. Army-issued tear gas to his brother for use. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. I wonder if this was when um, Violent J was living uh, down south. Um, like this is prior to that because uh, oh, okay. 
after that point was whenever there was a gang attack on his mother's house, and they left to okay one of the Carolinas. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, uh, they had a they had a very uh, they had a great relationship growing up, and that's one of the reasons why even to this day, Jumpsteady still has very close ties with Psychopathic and helps take care of a lot of shit with them. Yeah. Um, I don't wonder why he didn't uh, become president of Psychopathic. Um, <laughs> huh. Maybe he just didn't want to. You know what? Valid. Valid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've heard Jump City in the past. Again, he did that verse on taste. He might have done another verse on something else, but I can't quite remember. I, like he, well, I think um, he did something on um, something else. He wasn't really quite on, prominent enough to be on a Tech Nine album. But I think he's been on another track before. I just don't remember. I think he was on the Ringmaster. We've heard him do uh, skits and whatnot mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So he's a again, man, he is not somebody that you're going to forget about. May not be like right out in the open. But he is always making a presence somehow. For sure. And so we get an actual EP from him. Yeah. Uh, this drops, uh, I believe, a month or so after Mirror Mirror, the last episode that we covered. Um, and this is, uh, it's another EP. It is a short, uh, shortish uh, album. This, this one's a bit 30, closer to qualify. 34 something. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And 37. Yeah, I would go about that. So, this, uh, we got, we got, we got songs here. We do. And I don't really know how else to... You're speaking to, very I, highly of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I first got this, uh, this record, um, damn, I'm pretty sure that I ordered it from Psychopathic's, uh, site. And... I only remember hearing a little bit here and there that one of the songs, actually the title track was featured on um, a compilation that we'll come to. Um, and so I was already aware of that. I um, gotta say something about this album. Uh-huh. I feel like as this is his debut. Yes. And I feel like of most people's debuts out of, out of Psychopathic in general, his feels like the most belonging to him, sort of. So, I'm going to agree. And I'm going to say this. Like he has guesting, he has guests on this for sure. Uh-huh. But it always feels like it enhances it's his. him. Yeah. <laughs> it enhances his songs. Yeah. But like they they don't necessarily like steal yeah. his shine, which is great. I can't quite remember if I saw this on a um, on one of the forums or whatever that I was on, but I think it was something along the lines of like how Jumpsteady's voice when he raps and the way he raps is sounds lo- something along the lines of like if a history teacher was trying to rap. <laughs> and interesting. <laughs> It it kind of like sticks with me, and I try to not think about that when I listen to some of the songs, and yet I I, can't, I look forward to getting into this. I now. can't really ignore it. So I I think that there's no more preamble to go over. No, I mean there's Let's only one thing it. left to do, and that is to crack open a motherfucking Fago. This app. What do you got over there? I have Moonless Blue. Sounds familiar. It, it does. Me, I'm going to crack open a nice fresh red pop over here. Red pop! 
Oh, fizzy boy. I want that crack. I want the rest of the crack there. The pork. Yeah, I said it. Why is that so funny to me right now? Choke, you got it. <laughs> Whoa. This is a jump steady episode. Not an ICP episode. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go into the first track. Intro. Okay. Yep. What? He says jump steady a bunch of times, and then sometimes they say it backwards. Whoa! Uh, do we have to talk about this specific- I didn't even write anything down for it. I literally put the word nothing special. Alright, uh, up next we'll is- We'll just let it run right in. into track two. Out your mouth. Featuring Jamie Bad Rocks. I heard you wanna know about me. I'm just a ninja from the carnival grounds With so much flavor that I blow the taste about your mouth I heard you wanna know about me Where I'm at and who I be And why they call me Jump Steady I'm just a ninja from the carnival grounds With so much flavor that I blow the taste about your mouth My name is Jump Steady But are you punks ready? For the samurai machete to make human confetti Of the ones who contend Stepping upon my path with inferior dexterior Don't make me laugh I'm like Daredevil and Bruce Banner rolled into one Cause you wouldn't wanna make me angry and you're blind son To some other things, tactics and such That we apply to the carnival so check nuts I'm the jack of many trades Clues as the old days Laugh that in the hallways Fuck them bitches anyway I wonder what they're doing today Most of them bitches probably broke homeless Tricked out or underpaid How the pendulum swings Laugh now and cry tomorrow In exchange for the happiness and sorrow Time will bow And again unfold in better light Casting corrupt souls deeper in the shadows of night Come on. I heard you wanna know about me Alright He's coming out the gate, man Yeah So yeah, we just got Jamie Madrox doing a little bit of the chorus Yes um, I totally forgot about that because it's not even listed on the actual, like If you look at the, the case um, the only... Actually, nobody's listed on the case. Yeah, nah, I mean, it's all in the little booklet, and while I knew about most of them, I totally forgot that Jamie Madrox says words. <laughs> uh, now, so, okay, so, I was like, oh yeah, why is his name Jump Steady? Yeah. And so in the he second verse, he us. spells it. I'm gonna read. J is for the journey and the thieving game, followed by the U, uncanny and completely insane. M is for the madness spawning my ideas. And P is for psychopathic and props to people that see us. Steady, steady like a Chevy, out of control, with no brakes and wrapped around a foam pole. Then I explode on the world like C4. Okay. He's saying a lot of words. When did he get this name? That's a good question. <laughs> I legitimately want to know, like, when did he choose the name Jones? Because he was... He went by Jump City all the, the way back, yeah. All the way back on, on Taste Carnival Carnage, nineteen ninety two. Yeah. So when did he come up with his name? <laughs> Who knows? I, I want to know this, Mister Bruce. Please <laughs> send me the email. Have it be in the Q and A that we talked about. <laughs> I really want to know. I don't know how he got that name. Oh my god! I just learned a thing. What'd you learn? I'm I'm just kind of scrolling through Wikipedia because I was like, maybe I can find out. Oh. Uh. Alex Abyss yes. was a personal friend of Jump Steady's. 
Hmm. So they whenever uh whenever they were recording inner city posse tracks, uh-huh. uh they were sending to him while he was stationed in Saudi Arabia. Yes. And he was giving them to other people that he was stationed with. And he was like he recommended that they hire Alex Abyss, who was a record store owner, right, as their manager. Yeah. Cool shit. Mm-hmm. That's wicked. Yup. That is how that shit. That's some Dude. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Hot damn. So, okay. <laughs> Out your mouth. It's, you know. I, it, it, it comes down to, like, twisted stuff again. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of that. Um, so he says some things, though. Mm-hmm. He says he's like Bruce Banner and Daredevil rolled mm. into one. Mm. Because you don't want to make him angry. You don't want a blind Hulk just frantic. Well, no, he says, because you don't want to make me angry and you're blind. Now, my boy, Jump Steady, Daredevil was the blind one. He did not make other people blind. That wasn't the thing. Nope. I don't... (laughs) I'm gonna let it slide, but I'm actually not letting it slide at all. That's why I brought it up, but... I'm I'm not gonna go into it too far. That's as far as I'm going. Jump Steady, (laughs) clean up your act. You're supposed to be a goddamn history teacher. What are you doing? I think his uh, I think his rapping's pretty clean in general. Uh, it's it's not bad. It's it's honestly what I would expect. There there are some things like in it here and there. He has he is in between being able to inflect well and just sort of being a little bit flat at times. Yeah, you know I, I mean, like he's I, not he's not like just flat. He doesn't sound it's. There's a stark difference between him and his family on the track family. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all I want to know is, was he writing this stuff and... I don't know. No, no, no. Was he writing and also, like, piecing together how he was going to wrap it? Or was somebody like Violent J there and being like okay, this is how I would do it in here, and kind of, like, maybe, like, record it or whatever, and jump it here and be like, okay, then I got this. Mm. Like, just the mimicry of it. I don't know. That doesn't quite sound like a J-style. I don't know. I... Hmm, I don't know, maybe. It doesn't sound like a Violent J thing? That's or, or a style, rather. It doesn't sound like like some, like some the way that he would rap. I don't I, know. I, it's, I, it's, hard, it's hard to hear it, honestly. I can't, I can't hear... Something as somebody else, it's just hard for me to do. So maybe it is, but I don't. Know, I don't. I don't see it. As okay. Much. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just his voice that I just hear isn't starkly different, and I don't. I'm not able to map it. So yeah, Who it knows. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. I don't. Uh, I don't have any like necessarily qualms about this song. No. I just. It's. It's a solid open. I just want to know when did you pick your name? <laughs> That's all I want to know. And again, as I understand, this was all produced by Mike B. Uh, I, I saw his name coming up in most of them, but I didn't. I didn't look at the whole. Ah, thing this actually, time. this was performed. Uh, music oh wait, this was it. These, these, some of these were ninety-seven. That's or, or yeah, some no. of them were worth it. No, none of them were. Really, none of these were. Oh, the, so he was supposed to release an album. He just didn't have any of it written at the time. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's, okay. That's what it sounds like this was actually done by Fritz. Okay, so because another thing that I know, which honestly, this sounds like Fritz. I can hear it. If you if you think about what we just did last yeah. last episode, because another thing that I noted is like his voice sounds like in the mix, like a little like I don't know, not 
not as present as it should be. I don't know. I was thinking that some of these, like, were indeed, like, some of this was prepped in 97, but I guess, no. No, I have no idea. And that was why I figured the, uh, like, some of his vocals sound a little bit sketchy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil something for you. Yeah. Psychopathic does a very bad job (laughs) of saying that something is going to come out, Uh, and and then it doesn't. Because none of it is done at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, alrighty. Uh, So, yeah, like, that's why, again, they were like, hey, Jump Say is gonna make an album in 1997. Nope. So, yeah. Alright. Well, let's, uh, let's carry on, then. It's time for track three, In the Last Second. Violence and oh yeah, there's skits also at the end of some of these tracks that run into other ones. There was one at the end of that one. Yeah, there was one on the last one which was actually um, from the original Death Race. Oh, okay. tell what it was. It almost looked like you were contemplating the shamisen that you were hearing in there mm-hmm. and then the reverse of it. Yeah. Um, Cause something that I notice, and we do kind of hear it. Uh, there's a skit that we'll hear. Um, I can't remember which song has it. It's at the end of one of them. Um, and in the... He has another... He has a full-length album uh, later on. Um, it is very like you hear something in the background um it is very like it sounds like something you hear in one of those old school like kung fu movies Mm -hmm. um which violent j and jump steady were all about when they were kids so it's kind of cool that he like kind of like repurposed that yeah at the same time i'm like should you but Wu-Tang did it. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, it's not bad. So, Genius. Has a lot of question marks. Right. Genius is fucking terrible for some of these. I know. Like, seriously. That's why I said psychopathic releases, they are not on the ball. So, there's a line that is said right in the first verse. Sure. And it does not seem characteristic of Jump Steady. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what it's supposed to mean or what it's supposed to be about. I, like, it doesn't make a, it doesn't, it's not even a solid rhyme on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, so uh, it's 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 basically like a gay diss. 
It's from what I looked at on Genius. Something like uh, it's and it does not I don't sense. think that it is. Because, but the problem is, is there's a bass hit at the yeah, same there's, time. There's a sound going on. You feel like you can't pick up what he's saying. And so I don't think that that is actually what he's saying. I think it's a. I think it's a different word. But I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, can't work that one out. Again, it doesn't sound characteristic of what Jump City would say. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Some somebody just go fix genius. Yeah, um, listen over it, slow it down, figure out what the fuck he says, put in it. Anyway, this song. Uh, there's a lot of shit to think about when your life is abruptly ending. As yeah, it turns out. I was like, there's a lot of stuff happening in one second. Yeah, like, like this is. It's uh, you know what? It's kind of uh, kind of reminds me of um, the dead one. Yeah, from uh, Ringmaster. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do like this uh, song actually. It's, it's really it's, good. Yeah, it, for for a slower track, it's it's very like it's it's gonna sound weird. It sounds kind of methodical, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's that like that plotting um, the 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 bass hits. Give me a second because I want to listen to this and make sure this is the one that I'm thinking of before I talk about a thing. Uh huh. Scoreboard first. Full of steel. Let's keep it really real. I'm hoping I'm a make. There it is. So yeah, um, this is a th- if this was released closer to today, mm-hmm. I feel like we'd end up with like that beat is pretty good, mm-hmm. but I feel like we'd end up with a really fucking cool Dilla jazz beat, and it would fucking rule. <laughs> there's okay, so there's a like a it's like a prominent thing actually. If you go if, like in 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 the modern jazz world of it's. Um, you can look stuff up on my boy Adam Mealy with his his drunk beat stuff. Basically, what it is is taking an odd subdivision of the beat and changing it from where it would be like a you know like a sixteenth like to that sixteenth just being like a really odd subdivision off the beat. I got I got exactly to what give you're it saying. this like trippy feel yeah to like it. it's people like it's do hesitant that. yeah it's like a it's 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 even being like hip-hop nowadays people have been doing that a lot and yeah. it's really fucking cool whenever they pull it off well yeah this is a thing where they could pull it off jump steady trendsetter <laughs> i mean he's not quite doing it, <laughs> it but um yeah this song just there's there's a lot going on in it like towards the like it's it sounds a little bit more um I don't want to say dark, but, like, desperate towards the end. Yeah. Like he's, he's talking about how, like, he's feeling, like, demons pulling at him mm-hmm. towards the end or something like that. Like, it's it's kind of dark. But and he's like, this, this this ain't what I wanted out of this. Yeah. And talking about, like, if he if he ends up surviving, like, will he, would he turn his life around? Or would yeah. he end up back on the streets and all that, that stuff? Is... What's going to happen to his family and all that? Mm-hmm. It's, there's a whole it's, lot. There's a there's a big deal on this one. It's it's hard enough when you all when you know that you're going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when you when you got time ahead of you to figure it out. Whenever it just happens, poof, whenever it's cut short, nah. Yep. Um, there is a skit at the end of this. Oh, it is. Uh, it is a guy calling. Another guy That's the one. to collect rent. Uh, Jumpsteady is on the other line. 
the guy's calling, and he's like, blah, 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 I'll leave a message after the beep, and then the beep, and the guy's like, blah, 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 trying to get, tri-. and then jumps in, he comes back on because it was a fake beep. He does that twice to this gentleman, and the gentleman gets really, really angry. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. That's, that's a skit, I guess. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> there's, there's really nothing else on there. Um, so yeah, I think we can move on. This is, uh, track four, Mad Mad World. I feel like I've heard that scratch at the beginning of several thousand tracks. <laughs> Juggalo lives are full of complications, a race to survive on a street education. Always realizing that there is a limitation if we don't school life with a fresh occupation. With our society, there's no communication. We feel a lot of hate, a lot of frustration. But we are driven by the realization that we don't want to be a sheep in this population. So we ascend through the madness without a fall. As we climb our way to the gates of Shangri-La. Living life, believe your mind in a twirl when you're stuck in the middle of a mad, mad world. Yo, Juggalos, it's a mad, mad world out there, y'all. We gotta stick together because we fancy a fellow Juggalo. Okay. All right. So I didn't realize I was looking in the uh, in the liner notes here, and you found out this, this is, is in fact a cover. It's of a remake. The Tears for Fears song, Mad World. Go on. Uh, the Seven A Three, who I've never heard of, but they were a hip hop group based out of L.A. Um, interesting. Ah, uh, okay. This is very interesting. Um, let's see. It's originally comprised of brothers Brett and Sean Bolden and DJ Muggs, who later achieved greater fame with Cypress Hill. Um, so I do see the actual song on here. Uh, the original one came out in 1988, so oh, damn. a near 15 year difference. Yeah, um, between those two, I've never listened to it, so I can't. Uh, I can't make a comparison. Uh, I might check that out later. I'm into that beat. Yeah, I'm curious, uh, like how close to the original it actually is. So uh, this is a track where y- you really get to dig into his uh, disillusionment with the military and mm. such. Here, uh, seems like a, a dude who would see like statistics of like you know deaths in a war and take note of the civilian deaths and think that they're a bad thing, which is a thing that uh, we really don't like over here. You know, we, we kind of just, a lot of times if you bring that up, it's just kind of brushed off, mm-hmm. and then it's like, no, I'm sorry, but let's look at the more important number over here, the American soldiers that died, and it's like a quarter of the number. Mm. <laughs> because, you know, that's that's what happens. I... I look at this now. First off, we we heard the um, there's no actual hook. No. Uh, the first and third ones are um, it's basically just Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope uh, talking about things. That's right, I like, forgot about the second one. Ah, but the second and fourth ones mm-hmm. are uh, they seem like news uh, readings. Uh huh. The second one, yes, rather the the first one of these is. A little bit fucked up. Because it's split between two reports. Yes. Uh, the one is discussing how over the course of 
X amount of days, like 51 hours or something like that. Um, the FBI did not fire a single shot. Uh-huh. It's, and it's then, a, it was like a, it was a report on like a specific massacre event, I think. Yes. And yeah. then immediately a contradicting um, report. Talking saying, about witnesses and like literally just everybody else that is not the FBI. Yes. Reporting um, otherwise. Now, Jump Steady, it, I mean, fuck, from, from out the gate, it tastes. He's talking about when he was in the Gulf War. Yeah. Okay. He has not shied away from the fact that he was in the military. Yeah. I don't... He doesn't shy away from the fact that I, like... He feels like he was just lied to. Yes. To draw him into it. So, it's a matter of, he, I, I don't, and I obviously can't speak for him, but, like, he's not shying away from the fact. So, whether it's a matter of pride that he was in the military because he felt that he was going to do service for his country. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's, like, I'm owning up to the fact that this is what happened or whatever. It's a matter of, I'm telling you, like my truth. Like, this is what happened. Yeah. And uh, in that, I think it's the final verse of this songs where he really talks about uh, the Gulf War, when he's talking about um, you know, everybody's wondering why we're fighting wars and we're going over there hoping, you know, that people are going to be proud for us. Um, But, you know, when we finally come back and there's nothing for us, Mm-hmm. Like, he talks about how we just fought a war overseas, and we come back, and people are fighting a war, you know, within their own communities and everything like that. You know, what was the point of it all? Right. Um, He has to, you know, cope with the fact that people that he was stationed with died. Like, he saw people die. Yeah. Uh, the, the last line he says... Got a chip on my shoulder that says that weighs about a ton because I've seen too much killing before the age of twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Like this is very important shit that only nowadays is just getting talked about. Like yeah. PTSD is a big deal for many, many soldiers. I'm not even just gonna say American soldiers, not like any soldier, especially those who who have seen combat. Yep, and. On top of that, you have, in his first verse, I believe, first, second verse, one of them, uh, he talks about, like, people in Afghanistan and such, like, the civilians over there mm-hmm. who have to live under the fact that, like, they don't want any of this shit, and, you know, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, like, they're getting fucking bombed the shit out of them, mm-hmm. and the way that that affects people as well. I mean, like... You, you know, soldiers are in a combat situation, so are, so is everybody who lives where that combat situation uh-huh. is. It's, it's some fucked, like, shit. So, like, sorry to say, but it's not always, like, in some of the movies where you just see people, you know, yeah, it's cruising not- over sand dunes in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, a lot of this shit is happening in towns. Yeah. Like, where there are just... Literally innocent people. Homes and hospitals, which some people really like targeting with drones. Hmm. The amount of acknowledgement that Jump City is putting on this 
and hoping that other people will take into consideration and hopefully learn from in the future cannot be ignored. Yeah. So, you know, whether you're a direct supporter of the military, whether you're against it, you know, whether you're on the fence, at least listen to the people who are there and actually have valid feelings and the experiences that they dealt with. Now, that's not to say there's not shitty people in the military. Oh, no. There are a lot of them. But it's really funny when nowadays we have people who have never, you know, even considered joining the military blindly saying, you know, support the troops. And then there are people who were stationed over in Iraq th- for three fucking tours or whatever coming back and saying, don't do that. Like, we fucking hated it. Yeah. So don't give us credit for shit that we shouldn't have been doing. Like there was, there was one I saw on Twitter, like earlier this year, I believe it was, it was, uh, a, uh, a woman. in I think the army who did a number of tours and she said, she was like, I wish I didn't have to go there because I don't feel that there was a reason for us to do it. You know? Yeah. So people just need to actually fucking listen. Um, and, and I, I, like I said, I appreciate the fact that Jump City actually brought the shit up. Yeah. You know? And granted, he was out of the military for about close to 10 years at this point, give or take. Uh, maybe a little bit less. But that just sticks with you for life. Yeah. And I look, as someone who has never even considered being in the military, like, you don't have to fucking listen to what I'm saying, obviously. Yeah. You're currently listening, but you don't have to take what I'm saying apart. I, my my dad was in like my dad's still a very pro military guy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's whatever. That's the way that he is and stuff like that. But also he he acknowledges but refuses to to take any any action on the way that it has affected him mm-hmm. since coming back from that. Like he he's not gonna like go to therapy or anything like that, even though he should. Yeah, and it's just you know the the way that it be. It's it's a really fucked up situation. It is a mad, mad world. One could say that. Yeah. I really didn't want to listen to the original one, so going to check that out eventually. Yeah. But we uh, we killed a lot of time on that one. Sorry about well, that, y'all. Got a lot of shit to say. Let's move on. This is track five. This is Chaos Theory. It's the Chaos Theory! Dragon Slayer, would I remain the one and only Dragon Slayer? I'm the daily, I'm the mastermind of everything you question. Skill like pick a forest and the hollow ground is resting in. If the dream glimmer cube really exists, would you wish away the wars in the coming of apocalypse? Devastating like the chambers and dungeons combined. It's slicker than a 20-sided die. The ones who are not found divine must roll for soul. The horse is drowning in the mold plague and I'm the antidote underneath cloak of night without a dagger in sight it's just the wind and the blades of samurais waiting for the sun to come up to watch the battle begin the heads are kept as trophies in the warrior's den and souls descend and destroy the sick and weary and become elements of the chaos theory it's the chaos theory behind enemy So we do have 
have Jamie Madrox on that chorus as we well. Do. Um, uh, I also forgot to acknowledge uh, there is a skit at the end of the last song. It is literally a continuation of the skit from the prior track. Oh, uh, yeah. Where uh, the guy finally gets in touch with the gentleman he was speaking to, which is uh, Mr. Bruce, uh, Mr. Jumpsteady, who uh, basically sets his house on fire. Yeah. Uh, and attributes it to the Chaos Theory. <laughs> okay. So this song is an amazingly deep dive into the writings of Edward Lorenz. <laughs> I don't know that it's... He's the originator of, like, the concept of the Chaos Theory. Really? Yeah. Oh. We have any, uh... <laughs> I want... I'm curious if, uh, this was acknowledged in Jurassic Park. <laughs> which, if you've ever read Jurassic Park, uh, by Michael Crichton, um... Ian Malcolm's character is all about that shit. He mentions it in the movie, not as much. No, yeah, it's it's, it's literally talked about. It's yeah. talked about once when they're in the car. Yeah, and with, that's with, why with the, with the water yeah. off the hand. No, that entire fucking book is based on chaos theory. That's why during the intro of this, in my head, I was just hearing Ian Malcolm clips. Like I was, just, I was just imagining like <laughs> the chaos theory. Like, like, like. Life finds a way. <laughs> like, I want it. Um, so, something that uh, that jumps out uh, steadily. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and it becomes a little more prominent in his second release. Jump said he's a fucking nerd. Yes. He should straight up just do nerdcore. <laughs> like, just straight up do nerdcore. One thing Jump Steady, come to Magfest. Another thing is Jump Steady actually had established psychopathic games. Yeah. Which was like Have you uh, I'm sure you probably saw it from if you looked anything up on him. He designed you, the pendulum role-playing system. Thing. Are you aware of Morton's List? No. Okay, so Morton's List is a game that like people go fucking nuts over. Okay. It is literally like a Create your own. Si- Give me one second. I need to like. I'll look it up. Cause, cause it's, it, it's weird to like explain. Um, Morton's list. Okay, so it's a role playing game. Yes. It's a book that you basically create quests. Okay. Yeah. And. It was apparently controversial, um, and, uh, because, okay, as such, it includes directives that might be interpreted as encouraging illegal or dangerous activities, such as vigilantism, oh. real-life spellcasting, and to experiment with potentially illegal You're t- This is, a, like, ARG shit. Like, it wants you to do things in real life. Yes. Okay, that's different. Okay. Yeah. So, it's impossible to find copies of this book. You can actually download a free PDF now, which I think is cool. That's sweet. I still kind of want to find a book to just own it and like look through it. Out of print stuff, you know how it is. Oh, it's like $80 on uh, Amazon. (laughs) It's fucking bullshit. Um, But apparently like that shit's a big deal, but he has a hand in all of that shit. Mm -hmm. He helped create Into the Echo side. Yeah. Um, Figured as much. So and the the other one, the Shangri La one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he also did. Uh, he did. Uh, uh, on his <laughs> um. So, yeah, Jump Steady, like Violent J, we already know, kind of a nerd. Jump Steady, super nerd. 
Mm-hmm. Like, he would straight up play, like, D&D or whatever when he was, like, in high school. Him or and or Jamie Madrox are, are both, like, on that shit. Oh, can they just do, like, a, a nerdcore duo? Yo. I want that right now. Real. That's how we squash the beef. We get a nerdcore album put out by Madrox and Jump Steady. Jumpy Mad Steady. <laughs> so that's a chaos theory. Uh, it's about ninjas. <laughs> he's he's bragging about his ninja skills. I literally put cool song, but lots of nonsense. It's ninjas, man. That's he's all about what ninjas. Speaking of, but do you know what else is about ninjas? Well, whenever you see ninjas doing things, yeah. you look at them, right? And yeah, and you're like that right over there, right there. That's ninjas in action. We got many psychopathic ninjas on this track, chopping off wigs like a blind guillotine attack. Jump steady or shocker, rocking the blue blockers. A Bruce Lee one-inch punch, heart stopper. You mess with my own, I'll turn you to stone. Give you busy tone, plumbing undertaker's phone. That's full circle, threefold justice, motherfucker. Beat you silly like a tire tapping trucker. Like a tire tapping trucker. I see this though, it's planetary, motherfucker, tell a friend. Got a clock that blocks louder than a drill team sergeant. Never been a bitch, always black to get respected. The target is ejected with the venom from my weapon. The deadliest is seized when I start getting the door. Ain't no time to tell your mama that you love her anymore. Ain't no calling on your homies, ain't no calling on the Lord. Somebody should have told you about fucking with a core. He's Von J, y'all, and I'm out of control. Steady sniping off a California highway patrol. Rocking a chemical imbalance in a stone school bus full of screaming little kids. We doing 90 plus, running cops off edges. Kids at them, jump steady in a chopper, and away we get. Watching everybody else falling over the cliff. Falling over the cliff. Falling over the cliff. It's the triple X baller. I'm in love with your mama, but your daddy be playing. Oh my god. <laughs> so we were jamming the fuck out to this one. This song fucking rules. Oh my god. Alright. So there is a hook in it. So yeah, it's mediocre. It's it's not incredible. The rest of it's this probably, track is it's, so it's good. It's probably the worst part of the track. It's still okay, but it's, it's still, okay. It's, it's, it's acceptable, but like it's so, it's jarring and just eh. So they sampled the theme from Chips. That's what that. Okay. Yes. Okay. I couldn't and, remember. Like like I I used to watch Chips. Like my mom used to watch it all the time. And I'd, I'd catch that. I okay. did not know what that was. That's so sick. so we get in this song. It goes jump steady. Blaze, who does not ever say his name in this entire song. He's amazing. My God. Does he talk about 12 Gage? I did not listen. Uh, he mentions a Glock. That's different, man. Mm. Damn. Is he even the same person anymore? Shit. Between Uh, Mirror Mirror and this, something (laughs) happened to him. Somebody stole his thought off. (laughs) Um, okay, so, Jump Steady, Blaze, Violent J, Jamie Madrox, Shaggy Two Dope, ABK, Legs Diamond. Legs Diamond is on. That's Legs Diamond in the hook thing. Or before is he the rapping, he's, he's rapping. He's, on he's the one right before the hook. Oh my god, that's amazing. Then you got Sin on the hook. Oh, okay, yeah, Zug Island, yeah. Then Monoxide, and then Jump Steady. Like the, yeah, everybody else it, down. Everybody through. gets a whole. So Monoxide only does one verse, okay. and it's after the chorus, which is weird. But if you heard, there's there's two different halves of the instrumental. Yeah. And they alternate depending on the person. 
they flip when it comes to the person's second verse. Nice. Which is super cool. It's really good. At first, I was, like, why is, I was like, why does Manaxa only get one verse? But it actually works in their benefit because midway through his verse, it plays the original, like, higher pitch. Does he get a, does he get a longer uh, verse? No. Oh, okay. No, so it's, it's, not, it's, not it's only, it's the same as, everyone has the same length, but... Yeah, I just, for some reason, I've always fucking loved that. It's amazing. And it works. The, they that fucking dis- track works so well. They diss Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Violet, Violet, oh, you didn't? I, you know, I can't pay attention. It's Violent J's second verse. This song he is says, 647 long. Shit, I love it. I love the track, but I can't focus on them for that long. Yeah, um, here, let me... They spend so much time I'm... saying nothing that when they say something, I'm not there, but I'm still just like... <laughs> there are eight motherfuckers rapping on this track, and then sit on the hook. <laughs> yeah, um... I'm gonna. I already. I know what it is. We'll always be underground, not just at first. I'm trying to play myself the fuck out like Fred Durst. Ah. <laughs> um, Sorry that I missed where he said that in the 15 fucking verses on this. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just. I love. It's I love. So I good. love this fucking song. Yo. The only downside to this song is there is a unskippable uh, skit at the end, which I cut off on mine. Because <laughs> there's a, there's like a, a an old school, like kind of like a Wilhelm scream at the end. Uh. And I basically cut mine off immediately after that scream is done. <laughs> um, but no. F- this is, and actually we had somebody way back whenever we did that giveaway for like, what's your favorite posse cut or whatever? Oh shit. Somebody, somebody did suggest this one and I'm oh, like, damn. dude, this is oh, one of, damn. this is one of my favorite posse cuts ever. Shout out to whoever the fuck that Oh was. my god, I fucking, sorry, I'm jizzing over this song, this, this, but I love it. Rules. I love it so here's fucking the thing. much. Here's the thing about this track. It's just fun. Yeah, like <laughs> this album it's pretty good. Uh-huh. It's a good. Al- I I enjoyed this album in general. Um, and like, you know, there's nothing nothing like you know. I don't I don't feel like there's like a particular dip in this album that I don't want to listen to or anything like that. But it's not necessarily a flat line. But there's nothing that like is like oh this? holy fuck. And then this song. And the thing is, it's long as hell. Uh huh. But he, it's not like packed with posse tracks that are long as hell no. like that. This is just one time standout boom. It's so fucking good. Yeah. I, Holy shit. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's verses are too long. They're all about the same length. And yeah. I think everybody has good verses. I, really pulled I don't really think that well. anybody's like, hey, your verse fucking sucks. Why did you leave it in here? And like, like the, the fucking, like, the tempo of it just drives yeah. people. And they, they're just laying it down. I like like some standout lines, like the Fred Durst line. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Monoxide's, um, I'm on a whole different level. Leave you in the double in the dust with a sign saying heaven or bust. I'm like, that's cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> fuck. Oh. Uh, fat kids stay big and fluffy like marshmallows. Oh, uh, oh, I can't remember the line I in the middle. But, but I love the juggalettes like Peach Fago. <laughs> and as somebody who just recently tried Peach Fago, despite not liking peaches, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just everyone does really good. S H A double G Y. 
Why? Because I run with a hatchet guy. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's dumb and yet so good at the same time. It works. I mean, it's over. The worst. It's over a cheesy theme yes. from a cheesy show. The only okay, uh, d- despite me saying like, okay, the only bad thing was the the unskippable skit at the end. We did say like the chorus. The chorus changes the the instrumental because it's Zug Island mm-hmm. doing a chorus. So there's a heavy rock right there. Legs Diamond does verses before both of those. And unfortunately, it's hard to understand what he's saying for a lot of them. Uh, because they, it sounds like they put an effect on it to where it sounds like you're hearing it from a, uh, like a recording machine. Uh, okay. And like at first, like it's hard to hear, but he, like the first thing he says is Legs Diamond. Like. <laughs> But I still don't even know the majority of this verse because it sounds a little bit like it's 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 less than what the instrumental is doing. Yeah, because the instrumental is kind of loud, but it's so fucking banging that I give a fuck. So good. Ah, <laughs> uh, I goddamn love this fucking song. Whew, so fun. It's it's literally one of the ones that when it shows up, I don't ever skip it. I, I never do. I will make fuck. I will make the six minutes. You'll make the time. Yeah, time to listen to this song. Fucking so, Lord. yeah. I, <laughs> if we have anything else to say about ninjas in action, it's something that we've already said about how fucking good it is. Yeah, um, we could we could continue down that road for a while, <laughs> but I think it's time to move on. Uh, before we do, there is oh. a, the the skit that's at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, is uh, it, it appears to be uh, it's two gentlemen at uh, in a jail. That's right. Yeah, the uh, one has. Um, been there for three years, and uh, the other one has been in for twenty. Um, and they're basically just talking about you know how it's got to be rough, and the the guy uh, the guy who's been in there longer said um, you know it's not too bad. I get to escape every night. Yeah, because um, the other guy's talking about like escaping and stuff, and he's right. like, I can't. Too old. Yeah, <laughs> physically would never can't make do it. it but, also, guards everywhere, but get but, shot dead. But my mind allows me to escape, you know, when I just with my thoughts. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's and that leads us into a track that we're kind of familiar with. Yeah, this was uh, was this uh, Beverly Kills? Beverly Kills? Beverly Kills. This, this is, is Joking Mind. Yeah. Dream of all the wondrous things of the world, and I'm young again, and I can fly. So yeah, we have 
an updated version, essentially. It fits more with jump setting. Yeah. Because um, some of the lyrics are different. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This this works. It it's really does. I'll say one thing that I just noticed about it. Mm. I think uh, a thing that doesn't work as well mm. is the way that he's trying to rap over it. Mm-hmm. Even though I criticized the shit out of ICP for this, um, the way that they rapped it originally, where they would emphasize the beats yes. harder, uh, Jump Steady has like more of like a he, it's, he it's has more a lax. more freer style, and he doesn't he doesn't focus as heavily on that. Uh-huh. But for this particular track, I feel like that actually helped it mm-hmm. uh, and kind of emphasized the it. In this, it feels like he's just very awkwardly rapping with it. <laughs> Uh, at times, I can I can see what you mean. It sounds like it's still good. This is good. This is a very good track. I still love Jokey Mine. It's a great track. I loved it whenever I heard it the first time. Yeah. it's still really good. I think that that's the only thing. That's like the one thing that I might take away from it. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is if you'll recall, whenever we did Beverly Kills, it was a, that was a song that I never cared for too much, but I grew to appreciate exponentially more sure. because it was kind of a it was kind of a precursor for what ICP would eventually go on to do. Mm-hmm. And now, like, having it redone ten years later and, you know, seeing what eventually would, would be coming, it makes a lot of sense for it to have been updated. Yeah. Stylistically, this does fit with the rest of this album. It does. Um, I really do enjoy the fact that Violent J is back on this. Um mm-hmm. Him lending new vocals to it um, kind of brings it full circle yeah, in a way. Yeah. And I will say that I think the... I, I, I can agree with you on, on how Jump State is rapping on here. If, if it was a matter of, can we get the vocals from the original with the production of this one? Maybe, yeah. I think that that would be a, a great fit, but it's just... <sighs> It's it's meant to be just like a lot of these other psychopathic releases. It's a big fucking end, which yeah. is crazy. Whenever we had, you know, the last song, which was long and big and everything, yeah. <laughs> Ninjas in Action could have ended this album it and would it not have complained. Well. Um, you could have had this be like maybe in the middle to kind of like break things up. But Jokey Mind could have ended up on a Forgotten Freshness. You know what? It definitely could have. I, th- I think this would have been good. Uh, I wouldn't have forgotten freshness. I wouldn't have minded that if, if only to say like, Jump Steady wanted you know decided to remake our track and you know wanted it on Chaos Theory, but for some reason we didn't feel like it fit with whatever the fuck. <laughs> they could have thrown it on there, but either way, it's it's good to be here too. It, it is, <laughs> yeah. Like it 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 doesn't harm the album by being here. Yeah, we'll sure. go with that. Um, it's still a big song. It's still. Like the the chorus like goes on and on and on towards the end. Yep. Um, and again, this track works. There is a there's a question about this. I don't remember if I asked this uh, on Beverly Kills. Is this one that's uh, done live at all ever? I have never heard Jokey Mind on live. I'm just curious. Um, It doesn't seem like it would. be. I don't think you could. What about Ninjas in Action? Actually, does that has that ever shown up live? So could you imagine? Okay, so at a real quick, or something? that's literally the only way I think it could happen. God, please, please, if anybody went to the gathering in like o two, o three, or o four, whenever Jump Steady was performing, please let me know if they did Ninjas in Action live for real, because that would be fucking bonkers, and I want it now. Oh my god, I want to see that. 
Um, but no, this this song works. There is a skit at the end. It is a continuation of the last one. I can okay. We don't have very often where skits continue over albums. It did in the original Joke in Mind. In the same song, yes. But what I'm saying is, on this whole album, we've already gotten two sets of skits that do that. Like, what do you mean? The the one with the guy um, oh, calling about the continuation. As in, like, not a lot of just one-off skits. Okay, yeah. Um, Was it, uh, was it Malenko that did where the guy was... Calling like the suicide hotline. Yeah, line, yeah. Okay, that was Malenko. But you did have a. I think there was only like two of them on there. Maybe. Yeah, or was that even on there? It was on there. Yeah, right. But I'm saying Piggy Pie. Okay, right, right, right. Um, but I'm saying, was there more than one? Yes. Okay, so there we had that. The fuck the ones on Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> I don't remember them. the the prank call. Yeah, yeah. The, the annoying fuck those. Yeah. Um. So it is kind of nice that, like, this is actually a little bit different and that is continuing. But this one is continuing directly from the last one. Uh, it's the next morning, and uh, the younger uh, inmate you know, tells the other guy to wake up, and uh, the older inmate uh, passed in his sleep. And he's basically saying, you know, glad you finally got to escape. So it's very somber. It is. Um, which, to be completely honest, a, a bit of this album really is. And for sure. it It's... A fitting end, except it's not the end. It is not the end. There is one last track. To on, go if you look on the case, this final track is not listed. How it is, however, it is completely separated. It is not attached onto the last track. The last track has like a twenty-second gap yeah, of nothing, is. and then we kick into Sammy's song. Samantha, what? What you doing? I'm doing um, playing with my friend Samantha. Oh, what are you doing, Samantha? Samantha S. Oh, okay. What are you guys doing? We're playing on the sidewalk chalk. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been talking about you, Samantha. But they say. They said they like the family song a lot. They like your rap on there. And you know what else they've been saying? What? They said they want to hear more of you. You think you can bust a rap real quick? Yep. Okay, sound good. Yo, Samantha, I heard that they like your flow. And when you rap it on stage, you steal the show. Why don't you bust it one time with your funky rhyme and show them that your rap skills truly shine? I'm a young Boricua busting a rhyme. Unlike Mary Kay and Ashley, I'm one of a kind. If you say who the heck is that, I say who the heck are you? I wanna be wishing you could do what I do. I'm bilingual, hope you can understand my flow. Te quiero mucho, dame un beso. Or if you're an alien from around the way, that is Z's, that is Zeus, that is Z. And to all the nice people here on Earth, you're diamonds to me, cause that's what you're worth. And to all the mean people across the land, talk to the hand, cause you just don't understand. Just don't understand. Just don't understand. Just don't understand. My name's Samantha, I'm here to say. <laughs> I'm gonna rap in a generic way. <laughs> it's okay. I was, she was trying like, to fade that, and my hand was just like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like seven or something for this. It's cute. It's it's actually adorable. It's unnecessary but adorable. Who gives a shit? So I Emily was unnecessary. And did it anyway. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, Mary Kate Nashley. Of all of the tracks on here, all eight of them are unnecessary, but they were done anyway. <laughs> And they're good. My entire collection of music, all of that stuff, it was unnecessary. They did it anyway. Nobody had to. <laughs> and yeah, Mary-Kate and Ashley, there's two of them. 
Samantha. So yeah, <laughs> this is just a little fun song of, of Jump Steady and his daughter doing some raps. Um, it's 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 cute. That's yeah. that's all I'm gonna yeah, say. I, mean, I I don't mind that they have this. Um, you know, we got also in my notes, but it's cute. Mary Kate and Ashley, no. <laughs> so you gotta remember to bring that up. Yep, and we we were on it. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, Samantha will actually get another track. Oh shit. Uh, on, uh, on Jump City's next release. Nice. It's not hidden. It is straight up, like, in the, like, middle of the album, I think. Yeah. Um. And it's a cover. Oh shit. Yeah. As soon as you say it, you'll be like, what? <laughs> is it Piggy Pie? <laughs> not Piggy Pie. I would have come across it earlier if it was Piggy Pie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably. I would have stumbled on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. This this was this was jump steady. This so, is so Mike. Yeah. As a as a person not not really familiar with uh, with this music, you know, this is the first time that you heard it, right? Correct. Um, you know, kind of new to the whole Juggalo thing. Yeah. Uh, I never exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What did you think of this album? This isn't very Juggalo. It's not not as murdery for some yeah, reason. Not really. This is it's it's very interesting. We get <sighs> looking at Jump City, who was not a part of Insane Clown Posse, was not a part of the underground music scene. Sure, um, had no part in horrorcore. This is the most distant out of. Probably the majority of the releases that Psychopathic put out up until this point, with the exception of probably Misery's album, um, and maybe Project Born. I never listened to Project Born, so I can't give an opinion on that one. But um, this, I think, has a little bit more appeal to a wider audience, but also not. Just, Just... yeah, play this at a D and D night. <laughs> Maybe you'll be fine. Because um, I think that's really what what this would be meant for. It's this is definitely for a specific subset of people who are fans of ICP. I think like, so. Yeah. Not everybody's gonna that, like. Yeah. Not everybody's who likes ICP is gonna like this album. I think if you play Ninjas in Action, Ninjas, Ninjas in Action will be fine. Some, you're gonna get a good, good um, response to it. Chaos Theory might be one too. I think Out Your Mouth is pretty good in general. Yeah, that could probably do it too. But like, it's 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 very distant than what ICP is doing. And for somebody, if you were to tell somebody like, Hey, this is the same guy who's, you know, brother is an ICP. They're going to listen to it and be like, no, <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah. doesn't sound accurate to me. Um, so yeah, I mean, this it's, is, def- it's very strange for it to be very closely tied with ICP, like in that way, uh-huh. but also not, I mean, you have a fucking not song. Sound, not sounding like it has you anything have, to do with them. Yeah, you have an actual song that was a cover of an ICP yeah, song. Yeah, it's a very And it's strange, one of the least ICP-ish songs. <laughs> it's a very strange situation to be in, because, uh, like, you know... And that's totally fine. Like, you don't necessarily have to be like, yeah, I have to do everything that my brother from this successful oh, no, underground I mean, group is doing. Thing. And, and you know what? That's fine. Like, kudos to the people at Psychopathic for giving him the freedom to do that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a weird... Like, it's a weird marketing puzzle, though, to be like, 
in this box. Yes. But you don't belong in that box. Uh-huh. But you can't get out of that box. <laughs> it's like, um... It's like, uh... Okay. So, listening to, uh... Our, our, our podcast... I'm podcast. trying to find a Judas Priest CD, but for some reason, this specific one ended up in blues. And I don't know why it's in blues. And I'm looking for it in the metal section where it's supposed to be, but it's in blues. Why is it there? No one's going to find it. Listening to to our podcast, Papa's uh, a Roach Coach, and they were describing about Tooth and Nail Records, which I wasn't aware of. Uh, it's a primarily uh, Christian record label. Okay, yeah. I, I and so when certain bands would get signed on there and they weren't putting out quote-unquote Christian music... It was like, well, why are you on that record label? I actually was aware of a band from back in uh, in high school. Um, our, our friend uh, Ben, who was in band with us, uh, played me the classic Crime. And I grew to really enjoy the one CD. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's this Christian rock group. When you listen to it, it doesn't sound Christian. Yeah. But it's because they were on Tooth and Nail, they got lumped into being considered <laughs> a Christian group. And there's a couple other bands that have been talked on RK that... We're also on that label, and they're not Christian group. They might, like the band members may be Christian, but their music is not considered Iron Frenzy Christian uh, music. So this is kind of in that same vein. Jump Steady is on a horrorcore underground label. Mm-hmm. He is not horrorcore. He is underground. He is underground. <laughs> um, we oh man, the next album does have a kind of a horrorcore song. Uh, fucking great. All right. It's fucking great. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, Jump said he just kind of did his own thing with this one. And he did. It worked. And no one can fault him for that. No. I don't... This is not, like, a CD that I'm like, oh my god, you have to listen to this. This is a... I'm gonna throw ninjas in action at you because you know it. it's <laughs> one of the best posse cuts that Psychopathic's ever put out. And I still like a decent number of tracks on this. Yeah. Independent of that, too. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a good album to me. I, I think this is a pretty good album. Okay. <laughs> like I'm, I think yeah, give him a lot. The of credit. biggest the and, and a good credit to that is the length of it. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, with the exception of the fact that the last two songs are very long. Uh, they're both very good. <laughs> um, yeah. So what are you talking about? Sammy song ain't that long. Well, sorry. <laughs> all of these songs are over, with the exception of Sammy song and the intro. All the other songs are four minutes long. Yeah, even Mad Mad World is five and a half. Five and a half pushing. So I think we already know. Your uh, your your faves. What you got on here, man? Ninjas in action. Okay. Mad Mad World. Okay. Sammy song. <laughs> um, I am also gonna go with Ninjas in action. Um, I'm gonna go with Chaos Theory. Okay. I've always okay. really enjoyed that one. And I think I might go with Mad Mad World as well. It's after that or Jokey Mind because both of them are good. Yeah. But the original. Jo- as much as I do like the updated version of Joking Mind, the more I think about it, the original one makes more sense um, with how they rap in it, as in being cookie cutter. <laughs> it just works with the beat. I guess it's, so. Well, there, if, I, if I was to say something about that, it would be that their their style works more with the beat than what Jump Steady is doing. You could do something different than that. If you adjusted the instrumental. It's just, no, no, not even with, the, no. with adjusting the instrumental. It's just the way that he is doing it isn't quite there to the change that you would want okay. for it. Like, there is a way to wrap around that beat that's different. I like I like. It's just not what you're doing. <laughs> I, I, I like how you're, how you're describing that better. Yeah. All right. 
Well, that was the Chaos Theory by Jumpstart, yeah. the debut EP. Um, and if, uh, uh, so, like, I I don't know about Juggalos and stuff, but like, uh, was this a? I don't know. Is this one that people talk about? Yeah, now? like I know that Jump Study still like will perform at the Gathering every now and then, so nice. I'm sure he's playing songs from it. If not, if anything, he probably definitely is playing Chaos Theory. Yeah. I'd really um, like to hear back on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in people's yeah. thoughts. What's, yeah, what are your thoughts on this on this album? Do you agree with what we think are good songs? <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> of course you do. Yes, Ninjas in Action, best song. Yes. Dead body man, trash. Yes, Samantha, <laughs> best psychopathic rapper. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. Uh oh. First solo female song on a psychopathic records album. No, no. Jump steady opens that verse. God damn it! Doesn't count. Sorry, man. Well, tried. Three more years. <laughs> God damn it. I was like super hyped, and then I'm like, oh, wait, it's a kind of do it. God damn it. I'm sorry, man. I mean, he only raps a couple ver- a couple lines, but they're in there. I think he comes back like towards the end of that's it, too. True. Yeah, I think so. Says he got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it. That is Chaos um, Theory. Thank you all for, for joining us. Yep. For this journey. Um,. If you want to reach out to us to give us your thoughts on this or anything else, we have a place for you to do that. You can hit us up on some social medias. Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Instagram. Juggalo Judgment. Well, let's say that you uh, don't have any of those, but you got an email, because most people have emails. Who doesn't have an email at this point? It's free. You need that for, like, most of the things that you do in your life. Your job and your bank and stuff. Yeah. What is it, though? Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. And while you're uh, typing us up an email about Jump Steady's The Chaos Theory, uh, you can uh, send along a question or two for us to, to A, you can cue us something for us to A at, at the, the, you know, that that episode we're going to do. our discussion episode. That one. Uh, I've got words. Remember, uh, our next episode will be about the pendulum. We'll probably yes. uh, discuss the actual EP itself, as well as... Um, the, uh, the actual compilation, uh, the compendium, rather, the actual comic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hurry up and try and read it this and week. And you upload that goddamn album today. I will try to. <laughs> if I get on my goddamn And by computer. upload, I mean you give, give, buy, give buy you me the, the legal copy of that album that I will be listening to. That is fucking today. impossible because it is out of print. Get used. No. Big thrift. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, because it's not even in a case. It's a fucking uh, cardboard sleeve. <laughs> yep. So I got to find it and rewrap it. Um, so, yeah. We uh, we hope to hear back from y'all. We really appreciate you spending time with us and listening to us discuss this. And uh, hope you continue to join us from this point out. Yeah, and I hope y'all have a good new year. I know I will oh, have yeah. a good new year because I'm going to be going on vacation and fucking partying. Oh, yeah. All goddamn weekend. I will probably not. And not working for the entire week after that as well. Nice. Ooh, yeah. So, uh. That sounded great on there. (laughs) What's that? I said, I'm sure that sounded great on there. That's a high five. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. 
And it's at this point, or is it every episode? Every episode, you cracked them open at the beginning, and you just let them sit there the entire time. You did nothing. You did not touch them. Now you, you got, stared at them longingly. You got a fuckload of Fago to drink right now. But it's time to down. I drank all of mine. Did you drink all of yours? I totally drank all of mine. Every drop.